So I'll um, just give a little, uh, two notes here, a little uh, reflection uh, on this. And from the body of the teachings, and as you uh, touched upon, for language and determination, pati sambedi, this field of experiences, we could describe life as an unfolding field of experiences. You could say it's not life is and what we're dealing with from one day to the next. And one of the convenient divisions is to describe experiences in terms of worldly and spiritual, mm-hmm. and our relationship to those. Or sometimes we put it in the categories of um, say meditation retreats and daily life. So there is a tendency within for the mind to move and put into categories. There we have there's some kind of wish, need, or whatever to uh, uh, do that, which is fine. But the vigilance with uh, the clinging to one and the reaction against the other is what we are vulnerable to. So we might have pleasant, wonderful, joyful, insightful experiences in the general sense of what is spiritual there. And we may cling, we may find ourselves clinging to that, which will then correspondingly in the movement, in a movement, bring resistance to so-called worldly uh, experiences. And it isn't a teaching of trying to make ourselves perfect, trying to have everything just right for ourselves in it, uh, everything. It's a teaching of embracing, teaching of an all-inclusive, rather choiceless awareness without clinging, which therefore is an acknowledgement for ourselves of we put, might put under the category of spiritual experiences, what we might put under the category of worldly or everyday experiences, and our relationship to all of those. Sometimes, even a, say a small experience, let us say, there's the everyday forms, you and I sitting together, and we just sit and close our eyes, and instead of being interested in the forms, we're just rather concentrated and we've gone out of the forms of sound, the forms of human being, just to some bare particulars, just to some elemental sensations or elements, as we'll hear a little bit more about tomorrow. Then the world of form has suddenly lost its construction. All the thingness has gone and we're just with bare particles. We had a lovely quote today from Alexander on this, just with bare particles. And we have an experience of just experiencing the bare particles of, of, of life. That, that kind of uh, experience has the potential to shake up our whole constructed view of this world, just from one taste of one ex- experience of the bare particles of life. Another uh, aspect, a little bit what uh, Nadamo was uh, referring to, who <coughs> made reference that, in a, a certain way, 
various experiences, feelings, changes of consciousness, changes of energy, which are going on with us, that's one thing. And the second, equally important, which can give rise to certain tendencies, as Nadama was pointing out, is the relationship to the experiences. And they both go together. The relationship, the kind of way of interpreting them. Is the interpretation giving rise to old ego things with it? It could be hesitation, as we were hearing, about speaking about our experiences. It could be. We are not monks and nuns, we're not under those rules. There could be hesitation. Is the hesitation wisdom? Perhaps it's not useful to speak about. Is the hesitation influenced by fear? We may be moved to speak or write about our experiences. What's the relationship to that? Is the relationship to being moved to speak or write about influenced by a willingness to share, to inspire, to encourage and nourish others? Or is the influence to speak about our experience the wish to impress? Is there something narcissistic about it? Ego building about it? Is it a mixture uh, of both? Is it sometimes that we don't uh, speak because uh, we're shy about it? Is it because there is some belief system? Oh, we're not supposed to speak about our experiences in, in uh, front of others, uh, etc. Are we being influenced by the tradition in some way or other? Sometimes, some of us, include myself here, sometimes we may not speak directly about an experience, but the reflection and the understanding of the experience has given us a certain authority, and from that authority we communicate our experience through our authority. And I think most of us can tell if a person is speaking in a rather theoretical, abstract way about things, rather conceptualized, heady way, or whether there is some kind of gravitas to what is being said and one therefore is picking up oh this person is speaking out of their experience you know the person as I sometimes say there's such a difference between someone who uh, has uh, uh, been to uh, India um, compared with someone who's looked at a few postcards of India you know that the quality of the experience is, is carries through and that will require, and the Dharma made a good point, a point on, on this, that there is a certain, uh, from that group, a certain confidence which comes born out of experience. And I do think we need to trust in our experience, uh, in our understanding, and communicate it. Sometimes, finally, the idea of um, experience can be to move away from too much theory, too much uh, abstraction. But the teachings don't um, overemphasize having lots and lots of spiritual experiences. And one of the indications of that 
is that one of the primary realizations comes through listening so that a person may listen to the Dharma or could be just read the Dharma or hear something which is communicated from one to another. The person can't any profound shake up inside, any sudden rush of energy, any inside or, or, or whatever. So there's no kind of language of experience there, yet something has transpired which has touched the person very, very deeply and there is a knowing that this has beneficial and valuable influence later on. Yet it's not in the language, say, of experience. One can't say, oh, I had a meditation experience or on this retreat I had this experience or while out in the nature or while in a dramatic life and death situation I had this experience, uh, etc. So there's plenty of profound insights, realizations, discovery come, which don't fit into the category of some experience. Yet it's gone deep and it's not intellectual. So there's, I don't think there's any model for the way understanding flowers. Yes. Christopher, I just wonder if an experience really has, um, if hearing something has the quality of really informing our life now or later, if there, if it's some kind of experience with that, only I think often we're not conscious of it because it can be very small. I see. It, it, but, sorry, it's gone. I mean, I say that because if I hear something mm. that in a way seems to later in my life make some sense, mm. There is a something, it's like something is different. I really hear it. Yes. It's not going through my head and out no. or into the storage. Or yeah. It's somehow it stays in a different place of memory. And most of the time, there is a sense of, ah, oh, this is a good thought. Or, oh, yes, this, there's a feeling with it. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it, subtle. It, it's um, um, a good point. And both um, with myself listening uh, to others as well as uh, the act of listening to, that in listening to uh, others there's a certain um, unknown that can take place. In other words, we can listen, there is a confirmation in the moment after, it's, concerned as some, it's confirmed as some kind of feeling or aha, or it's clear, something consciously confirms something, quite subtle, confirms. But as all things with these, there's so many exceptions against the rule that in uh, other words, sometimes people are sharing their insight and understanding and with authority, but have no recollection in the recent past or in the distant past where it came from. No recollection of a tangible moment of being touched by something. Yet in the great field of dependent arising, movement of things come together, and the person I, is sometimes saying truths which one had, I, I noticed this myself and others, which I had, as it were, no idea were actually inside. 
that sometimes when we are talking down or talking about something, we we say things, and and in the very act of saying, well, <laughs> where did it come from, etc. So sometimes it's touch tangible in a very strong way. Sometimes, as you said, in a very subtle way, and sometimes we have no knowledge of it being very strong or very subtle. Yet truth is being shared and it doesn't seem to stand still in any way in terms of the expression of it.